show episode number 10 and we have so many glamorous glamorous podcasters all under one roof so please welcome from lucky bitch radio wanda wisdom hi there ladies how the hell are you today i'm doing we're all doing great here and uh from fox in the city the foxiest podcast reagan fox hi there ladies how are you doing today Oh my god, what the hell is that? Bravo. 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 And, Fabulous. Uh, from 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 Ye- Yeast Radio, we have Madge Weinstein. Hello, uh I'm Madge Weinstein. I'm your favorite lesbian podcaster and I'm I'm a fifty years old bloated lesbian. Eat my pussy. Eat my fucking pussy. <laughs> and, uh, I'm saying eat my fucking pussy. <laughs> Did you hear that? You might fucking Yeah, that pussy. sounds yes. fabulous. Thank <laughs> you, man. Okay, so then we have from the Victoria Lamar video cast, we have Victoria Lamar who joined us by surprise here. Hi, all you beautiful ladies out there. And from the Feast of Fools, Mark Felian, also my husband. Wow, well, ladies. And me, your flaming blue pal, Fausto Furnos, trying desperately to... To hold it together here because there's so many, so many talented, fabulous podcasters all yakking away today. And today's show, we're going to be talking about our favorite topic of conversation, sex. Yay! Are we having sex? Or are we just we're, we're having, having sex, sex right now? Yourself. And not, not in addition to this, this group orgy that we're having here, but we're, I want to hear people's sex stories. Now, we as, as a gay... As gay, what do we call us? Uh, People. People. <laughs> um, well, n- uh, there's a word, uh, not a, a curmudgeons. We usually tend to focus on the negative side of. Whore? Hello? Are we whores? Are we whores? I, well, yeah. I, well, I'm trying to explain it. That I, wanted to, I wanted people to tor- sort of um, focus on th- when sex has been good for them. When has it been a positive experience? Not HIV positive, but a mind expanding and inspiring concept and and since this is a very sort of wanda wisdom like sort of idea i kind of wanted to start with you wanda is it really a mind expanding experience well i i I guess i mean it has sex in your life ever sort of made you aware uh, expanded your consciousness in any way well i would say the first time i had sex was rather mind-blowing you know actually the most orgasmic thing when i first because i didn't have a you know, a liaison with a gentleman friend until I was 20 years old. Wow. So by that time, I was, you know, you know, stiff breeze made me hard, honey. And uh, <laughs> it was actually not the first orgasm, but the first kiss that I think was the most uh, mind-blowing. I mean, really, truly. That's what is 
the first kissed is uh, is burned into my brain, but not the like. I don't even remember my first orgasm with a man. I just remember the first time we made out. What was it like? It was so beautiful. It was. I mean, I you know, I wish I had some sort of corny uh, you know one liner to give you, but it truly was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced in my life. There was moon. The moon was was full that evening, and it was coming through the. Uh, window and the gentleman that i was interested in had just come out to me and was sharing his uh you know feelings for me and i returned those feelings in the form of a kiss it's very Aww. special Aww, very that's so sweet that i know sweet. i was very lucky so well, you're a lucky bitch well you're a lucky bitch but uh so i mean and how did that change the way you looked at life or the world around you or well, it re- I don't know. I mean, this all just is going to sound like a Hallmark Besides moment. Besides feeling good, you know. Yeah, it's really going to be a Hallmark moment, but I had never had a high like that. Really, it truly felt like something I had been waiting for for many, many years and something I had gone over in my head over and over and over again. And it was 10 million bajillion times better than any fantasy. Because really, the kiss means so much more to me than that first sexual experience because I sex to me is very has been very singular. I don't want to go on and on, but but um, it was that kiss, which was the first exchange between me and another man. And that's why it was so meaningful, I think. I don't know. Does that make any sense? It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it opens Silence. Like Crickets. The beginning. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Well, and, and in a sense, uh, do, uh, do your kisses today feel that way or... or? Have you not been kissed in a while, or, or are, you, are you seeing someone right now? Or? No, I'm currently single and playing the field, which I'm not really doing anything with anybody, but, you know. Well, so, Reagan, for, for you, I mean, it, it, in a sense, like, being a podcaster, and for you, Wanda, because you guys are sort of the, the more well-known, famous people. I mean, Madge, you have Gussie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a cold, um, Madge? I- Imagine, I'm a okay. lesbian, okay. Yeah, so you're, you're seeing, uh, you know, pretty much Victoria, you, and Reagan, and Wanda, you're the single podcasters. Has, do, have you ever, and you guys all have a lot of fans, so have you, the question that we're sort of wanting to know, I don't know, I know you guys don't kiss and tell, but have, <laughs> has there been any sort of romantic interactions with some of your fans? Any, jump in, anybody. I mean, I would kiss, or I mean, I would tell if I kissed. Don't worry about that. I mean, you know, <laughs> I haven't been kissed. My so fans send me a lot of dildos. <laughs> you, your sex is with a lot, lot of dildos, Madge? They send her dildos. Yeah, they, oh. they, they send me a lot of dildos, like from all around the world. There's Australian one, there's uh, UK ones, there's like uh, Russian ones, and uh, I'm telling you, the Japanese one, that very vibrant. What are the and, best batteries? Uh, I'm sorry. What, what's a good battery for your vibrator? Triple A. Triple A. Triple A. That's a cell, honey. You know, it's uh, the Japanese one. I don't know. It just makes this 50-year-old bloated lesbian very happy. Mm. Well, we like to keep Madge happy. Absolutely. <laughs> so, people of the world send Madge lots and lots of dildos. Lots yeah, of dildos. they'll keep calm her down. Um, and Ra- Reagan, I mean, because you have a, I would say definitely your your listener gallery is some of the more attractive people out there on the internet. Um, what are, what are the, has there been any sort of? And you just did a show in Austin, right? Uh huh. And uh, how did how was that like? 
How was the show? Well, I mean, did you, your fans come up to you and sort of like wanted to meet you? And yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I had fans um, who were there who were fans of the podcast, and also people who were fans of the poetry and uh, who didn't know anything about the podcast. And yeah, it was really, really interesting. I had a good Did time. you get to meet Brandon Ander- uh, Brandon Anderson from uh, Austin Exhaustion? Said he. Uh, Run into you? Did he say hi or anything? Oh yeah, we ended up hanging out later that night. Mm. What'd you think about him? He's so cute, isn't he? Oh, he's great. He's a really nice guy. I really enjoyed meeting him. You guys have sex? Huh? You guys have sex? Did we have sex? <laughs> yeah. You guys had sex. Hot, I'm not asking hot sex. <laughs> hot sex. It's yeah, a, it's. it's a- it's a statement. You guys had sex. Oh, uh, we had sex. No, we didn't have sex, yes. Madge. Delight, delight, delight. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Sounds so Jewish today. I know. I think she must have gone to... Madge uh, is cranky because uh, she, she got some sand. She went to the beach and she got some sand in her panties. But uh, uh, so, well, let's... Uh, so, Wanda, is that the end of your story? I mean, uh, with, with you and your sex? With me and my sex? Well, yeah. that's not that the end sexy? of the story, I hope. No, but well, I mean, I, you know, I was thinking, about, I was trying to think about when, that, when I got your email saying, uh, think about your sex stories. And, you know, m- most of them are tragically occurred in a blackout, so I don't remember many of the details. Because, you know, when I was drinking and I was a whore, I don't remember a lot of what happened. And, and consequently, I didn't think of sex as being a very meaningful thing. And it really hasn't been until sobriety, you know, some three years ago now, or when I first got sober, that I learned to maybe um, remember sex and maybe uh, <laughs> experience it in a different way. Is well, it more meaningful now? Does it feel better? Is it more? Well, I remember. Are you more it. connected? I mean, what you know? Yeah, what like I it, said, I re- the most what's important. What's different th- about the sexual experience? The most important thing is that I remember it, of course, because oh. I'm sober now. But okay. um, other than that, I get to sort of say what I want in the boudoir. You know, before, like, sex mm. to me always seemed like it was my job to make somebody else happy. And, uh, you know, it was always about the other person. It was very rarely about anything that I sort of, uh, you know, asked or wanted. And uh, certainly sex in sobriety has been... Uh, Far more equal or equitable, I would say. So you're more of like a like a dominatrix now because you're like <laughs> yeah. you do this and do this. No, but you know I'm this. really much more comfortable. Like I was not very comfortable with my sexuality. Period. Um, when I was drinking, and I think that's kind of why I I learned to use booze to get rid of the inhibitions and sort of uh, you know just not think about those things. And in sobriety, I've had a chance to reflect and think about what sex means and talk about you know. How to have a sexy or a sexy, a healthy sex life, one that you know isn't uh, relies on give and take and honesty and. I I've noticed that people like in twelve step programs, um, somewhat including myself, um, that a lot of times they're kind of abstinent from sex, like they they just become nuns or or you know they they join the brother the you know the priesthood or it's just say. They don't have sex anymore, and you know I don't I don't know if that's actually healthy either. You know. What I oh, mean? that's why they get prostate cancer. 
prostate cancer? Yeah, because they don't mas- they don't masturbate, they don't ejaculate. That's right, how exactly. They get yeah, because there's SCA, which is sex anonymous. So those, sex yeah, a lot of those guys yeah. don't do anything. They don't even masturbate. No, some of them are like totally into abstinence, like no masturbation, no anal, no no you know throw you over the couch, bang you like a bitch, nothing. Just it took nothing. me uh, two years to before I had sex with another man after I got sober. It's the longest time since I've yeah. been sexually active that I didn't have sex wow. with another person. So um, let's move on to uh, Reagan. Um, let's sort of hear your because you you write a lot about your sexual sexuality and as a right you know you you make a living as a writer I guess or hope to right. Mm-hmm. And um, so can you sort of tell us uh, in a sense like what what common set themes around sexuality come into your work and tell us a story about that or well i have a really unique relationship with sex sadly maybe it's not all that unique and when i got the homework assignment originally i think the question was yeah, what's I mean, just one really it. affirming sexual experience that you've had or and this was a really difficult question for me because sex um has meant different things for me depending on the person and um, I'm an abuse survivor, I guess you would call it. I was sexually molested as a child. So I think my wiring is a little bit fucked up when it comes to sex. I don't think of sex the same way people who haven't been molested think of it. Like, I don't feel the need to go out and do it. And maybe that's why I talk about it a lot, because it's a way around actually going out and doing it. Some of the best sex that I've had is with people who I cared nothing about. I was completely drunk, you know, just like not good situations. And then some of the not so great sex I've had is with people who I love and who it really wasn't about the sex. It was just about the intimacy of laying down in bed with one another, um, holding on to one one another you know just stuff like that that to me is more important than sex well it's kind of funny because some people that are sexually molested have a tendency to be over sexual and and act out sexually you know i mean and and it's kind of interesting that you're just the opposite in a way you know i mean like some girls they're molested or or guys and and they end up being strippers or prostitutes or heroin addicts so i mean it it there's this whole dichotomy between the two you know yeah and and i would be careful with saying that trying to quantify it because i've done a one-person show called kid a gut-wrenchingly hilarious look at child molestation and Uh, a majority of the the people who would come up to me after the show would talk about how they were an abuse survivor or they're dating this was the big one i'm dating an abuse survivor who has a really difficult time being intimate with me and just has difficulty right. when it comes to intimacy exactly yeah so and and that's why they act out sexually rather than get into relationships or be intimate with other people because you know they they learn that negative uh, message as a child I well to a certain extent i think it happens mainly when uh, people are younger so we see people on jenny jones and all these different talk shows who get up and 
you know, fuck you, motherfuckers. I'll fuck who I want. And jealous, jealous, you like it. And the fact is, is that <laughs> if you're abused as a child, you're more likely to experiment with drugs and alcohol, to exactly. experiment sexually at a very young age. And the irony is that we bring these children onto television talk shows and put them in front of a studio audience who booze at them. Yeah, and they're right. more than likely ab- been abused. It's just a dirty secret. I know I was abused myself, but I, I've come to a point of total healing and acceptance of what happened and move on in my life. Um, because but do I, you really get to move think, on at all? Or, well, I mean, you, you know, it's kind of funny, like you were saying with the wiring in your brain, you know, it's like when it comes to sex, sometimes I have anxiety attacks because I remember what happened to me. So before the sex, I get this rush, but yet my heart starts beating, I start sweating, and I know that that is related to what happened to me. But you come to a point where, you know, you, you um, either hate or... or or uh, you just come to a point of forgiveness, and that's the last point. That's the last part of of, uh, of moving on with it. I think you know sexual abuse, but um, maybe that's why I'm a whore. I <laughs> I, I'm just the opposite. See, I mean, I'm not the 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 person that doesn't have sex. I am. <laughs> the You're the whore. sexy. I'm the sex fiend, so yeah. I mean, I trade addictions, basically. You know, was what what it comes down to. But so um, let's actually. Uh, so th- that's that's all the sex story that you have for us, Reagan. Or do you want to? Pretty much. I mean, I could give you a specific story, but I'd love to hear one. Oh like, yeah, your power bottom. Let's hear the power bottom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I could story. tell you funny stories. Pig I could bottom. tell you. It's probably when it comes to sex. I think some of the better stories are the funny stories that happen. Mm. Well, let's hear it. Okay, I met this guy in Texas, and he was a guy who I totally was not interested in whatsoever. He was really short. He was probably like 5'2", five 5'3". Five and one night we got really drunk, and he brought me into his bedroom. Somebody do porn music behind me, please. He brings me into his bedroom. He undresses me. He throws me on the bed. He takes my ass and pulls it just to the edge of the bed. And he stands up, all five foot two of them. And he fucking pounded me like I was a nail going into a piece of shit Ikea. Holy Lord. Uh, It was amazing. It was amazing. And it was the best sex that I've ever had before in my entire life. And then... Probably about a couple of weeks later, I, well, we're getting there, my friend. (laughs) I'm in Madisonville, Texas, eating with my grandparents at our Christmas extravaganza. And I'm like, fuck this. I want to go back to Austin and hook up with this guy because I want to have good sex to celebrate the birth of Christ. So I (laughs) ate all this food, just like shoveled it in. Corn. Couldn't get enough of it. And I'm speeding back to Austin. It's taking me about like two hours. I get back to his place. Wasn't even thinking, have to prepare myself for this anally charged situation. And, oh, miss me ouch. I had shitty kitty. And as he's pounding the fuck out of me, he's like, ugh, I smell lunch. 
<laughs> that is so nasty. So classy, honey. Do you douche? I mean, before you get fucked? Do I douche before I get fucked? Not, not in the car on the way back to Austin. Oh yeah, you oh gotta douche God. all you the stop time. The road stop douches. Yeah, you have to douche. Can I tell you that's part of the reason I went from being a bottom to being a not so bottom? Oh, just the messiness oh. of it. Just too much fucking work. What are some <laughs> What are some tips that we can give other bottoms? It's always yeah, really important to force yourself to shit before you have sex, no matter if Absolutely. you think you can't douche, go. Douche, 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 douche. Stick a finger into your Douche LaRouche, baby. <laughs> That's all you gotta do, really. Uh, for, yeah, but you gotta be careful with being, the douching, because if you do it too soon... And some rosemary and some, some little shallots, and just <laughs> clean it all out. If you do it too soon before you have... I mean, too close to the time you actually have sex, if you douche too soon... Um, you know, you're very likely to leave a pocket of water up there. Right. And then it's exactly. like Niagara Falls at the wrong moment. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to do like it like eight hours before. So eight hours? I would say six to eight hours. And then just make then, sure before you actually do like, it. it, it when you're having anal sex and you're a bottom, it, it, it's like surgery. You just don't want to, <laughs> you know, you don't eat eight hours before surgery. You don't eat eight hours. But before that assumes that everything is going to be planned out if you just meet somebody. Like, say you want to have a one night stand true. with somebody. That's true. You're right about that, right. Reagan. Which well, is why I'm not so bottom Planned anymore. parenthood. <laughs> this is like planned anal sex. Yes. So you don't accidentally have a baby. I, I just think it's so. I mean, you meet the hottest guy. That's when you meet the the most hottest girl or guy, and it turns out that you have shitty kitty, right? Isn't that what you call it, Reagan? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, so uh, Madge, uh, do you, do you have? Uh, I mean, do, are you a lesbian top or a lesbian bottom? Uh, we just use strap arms. So, do do you strap enjoy on. being fucked by your girlfriend by Gussie with a strap on, or do are you more uh, of a bottom or? Uh, we usually just stick a dildo into each other's pussy and just push it. So you use a double-headed double d- dildo? Or? We take turns. Oh, that's interesting. Ooh. Well, yeah. Mark, uh, tell us your sex story here. I don't want to sort of... I want to save uh, Madge for last, <laughs> you know. My sex story? I mean, God, there's been so many. I mean, God, I have, it sounds so much like anybody else's. Is uh, lots of late-night drinking and then just uh, picking somebody up and then just going home and having, like you know, crazy, meaningless sex. But, you know, every now and then you pick somebody up at a bar and you're drunk and you, you know, every now and then it works out. Like, like us. Like us. Well, th- th- tell them how, what color you thought my hair was. I when... thought your hair was brown. He came up to me at the bar. <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about it on the Eat This Hot show before. And um, yeah, I, I met you and you had short cropped hair and we met you at the back room of a leather bar where my friend was in the back back room getting, getting his dick sucked. Or getting fucked. I don't know what he was doing. And then uh, you coming up to me and going, say, do I know you from the internet? And I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. no, I don't oh think God. so. This is this is 1999, so Whoa. I don't even think I'd ever even entered like a chat room. or oh, I probably had, but... This is back like when was the internet was people. a geek-filled world full mm. of people like me. Mark yeah. was a good boy, though, wasn't he? So, Fasto, are you having like uh, internet sex? What, did, did I have internet sex with Mark? No, uh, in, in the late 90s, do you have internet sex? Yes, he did. did. What year is... Nine, uh, I'm thinking... Oh, 99 or... Yeah. or oh, okay, I'm, like, I'm trying to picture what year you're talking about. Yeah, actually, uh, I was one of the first people to uh, hook up with anybody <laughs> on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> chat, in chat rooms. I'm sorry? 
in Match? chat rooms, on uh, Instant Messengers or chat rooms. Oh, it was AOL. It, it, we, if it wasn't for AOL, the, the thought of meeting somebody. Um, maybe I should go into my own story here. Um, the one story that I wanted to sort of put it out there because this guy sort of, in a lot of ways, affected me sexually. Um, because I was okay. Well, I was 18 years old, um, and I just come out of the closet. And that summer, I had a gorgeous uh, deaf boyfriend, and that's how I learned what? sign language was uh, with him. I took some uh, sign language classes, and we broke up pretty much. It, like I learned sign language, and then we broke up. <laughs> so I know the feeling. <laughs> So my sec- second uh, second uh, sexual experience, you know, because we didn't have the the benefit of the internet at the time. I think definitely the internet is a benefit to a lot of gay people. Is we we gay men would meet each other through classified ads, right? I mean, I don't have, have any of you guys done that or or back before in the you know we used to like, like in 1993. Dinosaur. I was doing IRC. Well, no, 93, maybe 94, 95. I'm talking 91. Oh, here. well, I was in the closet uh, having sex with women. The the internet had not been invented by Al Gore yet, or it was in the process of being invented. But uh, so I met this guy. This guy had an ad and it said, "Learn how to intensify your orgasms." <laughs> uh, learn the the ancient tantric technique of of uh, mul- of multiple orgasms, and so I met with this guy. His name was Mike, and my roommate at the time we called him Multiple Orgasm Mike or Mom was the, his initials, <laughs> and he was uh, sort of like Jason Smith. He was a, a, a professional photographer, and at the time when you did color photography, you would you had to sort of fill your entire home with slides and he had a uh, photo developing room in the basement and a lighting studio and everything and so he laid me down and he massaged my back and then he flipped me over and gave me basically was a blow job but holding my prostate with his fingers to prevent me from exploding wait he had his fingers up your ass no 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 pressed up against my balls he wanted to stick it up my ass and i said no way and uh you know i was really young at the time and you can't get enough (laughs) <laughs> and so he he uh he held he gave me a blowjob for like a good hour and a half or so oh my oh. lord an hour and, and a half an hour and a half i'm not kidding you guys this is a true story and i came i i thought i was it felt like a psychedelic trip how many orgasms did you have that day it just felt one long one that lasted like 10 um, minutes or how- so how old was he compared to you? Well, he was a very old man. He's my age now that I am now. Oh my god, <laughs> grandpa! And um, and so he, uh, so Did anyways, he, he pulled out his camera and 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 took all these like gorgeous photos of me as a young, thin man, you know, thin like uh, 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 Reagan, and uh, um, laid out on his carpet after well, poise coital bliss. And of course, I was an art student. And, you know, all art students are whores like me. Uh, that's a generalization there. But uh, so, anyways, uh, you know, if I ever became as famous as Madonna, this, these pictures would surface. So I'm kind of like sending it out there, hoping that they, they might, because I'm kind of curious about them, you know? Do you have it? I Do don't. That's why I, this, I lost touch with this guy, you know? Yeah. And, and in a lot of ways, he was like, he was just... Very instrument. He gave me a lot of advice as an artist and as a young man, and and um, 
you know, it, he was sort of like a, a, a parental figure for me in a lot of ways. Not, mm. not that that was molested by my parents or anything, but it's like, you know, that, that there was a, there was a lot of, uh, sexual education that happens. And I actually want to encourage people who are young, who don't normally have sex with people that are older to try it once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> honey, that is the most you know, tragic manipulation. Well, to learn, you know, because I, I think there is a lot of a skill, you know, um, Reagan, Wanda, and Madge, uh, help me out here if, if you guys agree or disagree uh, with this. Well, I agree, for sure. I had yeah. one of my best sex experiences with this guy I met in Italy, and I met him at a nude beach, and he was just kind of like, there was very few people at the beach, he kept checking me out, and I'm thinking, oh my god, this guy's old. And he was probably 50, I'm guessing. But like you know, he was European Italian, so he carried it like you a are little, so beautiful, little differently, and he was very manly, and he was just he was he was gorgeous, and God, we went ended up like doing it in the bushes Ooh. on the Via de Mor, wow. and then the next day I met him again, and he took me back to his uh, little uh, his his uh, uh, apartment by the sea. And just we just spent like the hours in bed. Did he, is he the guy who said you have a botito muy bonito? No, that was in Peru. Oh, that's a nice story was, too. Yeah, that was fun. I had a guy tell me once that I smelled like home cooking. <laughs> what kind of home cooking? I don't know, but he reached down at the bar and smelled my ass and came up and said I smelled like home cooking. Like a wow. casserole or something like. like I know. I was roast. like, is that like a hot Not dish or here. what? Well, honey, I know what that fan, you must have smelled like home cooking in that roller ring you were at. <laughs> oh, honey, that wasn't home cooking. That was like locker room. Victoria's talking about Wanda Wisdom's uh, video cast Long that she's cast. been la- launching this past couple weeks, right? Yeah, I, a, uh, a friend of mine had his 30th birthday, and uh, we did 80s roller disco. And I uh, got all dutied up, and, uh, you know, it, there was no air conditioning. In the car on the way there, and then there was no air conditioning mm. in the roller rink. But you don't That's care about That's a drag queen's nightmare. And uh, it seems like all the uh, podcasters are launching their uh, video casts, and Reagan's been doing them as well. Uh, you know, it, Reagan, but I mean, you, Reagan, are, have, have you actually thought about, because you actually documented a lot of your shows. Uh-huh. Are you uh, thinking of uh, putting those up as, as part of your feed, or...? Probably not, because it's its own separate thing. I mean, if the technology advances, then... You might do it then. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love uh, it. I think you need to do it yeah. more, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, we, we're enjoying those. I wonder, uh, Wendy's hot. Is Wendy still a man or a girl? Oh, Wendy, my half Vietnamese half sister, Wendy. Yes, yes. She is a uh, she that she is a female, even though she looks very masculine. She's oh. got. She's Can got I have her number? Yeah, sure. She. I'm sure she. she, she in she, fact. Uh, She's I think she'd be fabulous. right up your alley. Yeah. Yes. So, um, Victoria, since you're our, sort of our guest uh, podcaster, video caster, mm-hmm. I guess, today, um, what, what it's to, can you tell us a, a story? You've had a lot of heartache, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly how to when, go. When did it go work out for you good? <sighs> oh, you're talking about what? Sexual Sex, yeah. When, give us a good lay you oh. had. You know, I was a late bloomer. I, I, I started having sex when I was about 18. And stopped when I was 26, but uh, for a while. Um, but I remember most of my experiences were with girls, um, as far as when I was a little, a little, 
little angel growing up, um, Chrissy Gullabam, and I fell in love with well, this she's girl. Naming names. I fell in love with this girl in summer camp, and I threw Did daisies. You well, stuff? I threw daisies. You know how the how the how the rowboat goes into the water, and I was throwing <laughs> daisies into her rowboat. She was blonde with blue eyes, just a oh, dynamite. That's so cute. And then um, about fifteen, I went to a summer camp. And there, there's another tragedy. I went to this summer camp, and the camp leaders were molesting the children at the camp. I know, it's like so fucked up. So I got... <laughs> so anyway, I come home from Camp Makasavi, if anybody's listening. Um, and at that point, for some reason, I, there was this one camp leader from England. He was absolutely gorgeous. And I, I knew right then and there that I just thought men were the hottest thing in the world. And I came home, and I was 15 and in high school, and I was closeted in high school. Not that nobody, I mean, everybody knew, really, because I was, you know, artist, singer, and that kind of thing. So Superstar? Well, I don't know if you call it superstar, but yeah. And, well, I guess so. But um, And so I turned eight. <laughs> When I became 18, or <clears throat> I um, met this man, and I went to his house, and we had sex, and it was amazing. It was just incredible, and uh, I never really, um, I don't know, I just wasn't a relationship person. I think that probably goes back to the abuse, but... <clears throat> um, well, you were also 18. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but... Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that people that, I mean, not to talk about a bad subject like molestation, but a lot of people that are molested have a tendency to have a difficulty with intimacy. And sex is just a quick fix, you know? I mean, you don't have to be intimate to have sex. And so um, I've, I, I've met different people, but I tend to push them away. So I never really stay with anybody. I always find a reason to get rid of them, you know, push them out of my life. Um, but, um, there was this one guy uh, and, uh, you know, so I always, I always had really good, I'm a very sexual person. I'm a Scorpio. So we are just horny. We are horny bitches. And, you know, I thought AIDS would stop me, but, uh, you know, safe sex is there. And, you know, when I, when I was really young, uh, 26, I found out I I had AIDS, uh, or HIV. Um, I, I stopped having sex for like, I think it was like two or three years. And then, there you go. I started shaking my. So, what was thing. the positive aspect? Oh, the, you're talking about <laughs> what, how was it affirming for you? I mean, what was how um, was it uh, good for you? What you mean in terms of what? Uh, yeah, your sex, experience? like a sexual experience that was good for you. I don't know if it ever was really good. It, it always was fucked up. Well, except for the my flowers mind, and the boat. My mind was fucked up. Can so. I ask? Uh, just ask everybody a question because I'm curious. <clears throat> yes. Um, would you say, and anybody can take this, I'm interested, would you say that your best orgasm uh, was by yourself or with another person? Mm. It's different. You know, it's like if, if you're masturbating, you're, not, you're in control of what you're doing to your own body, so you know what to anticipate and what to expect. And the nice thing about being in a relationship with somebody like Mark or... <clears throat> Or having, um, you know, meeting your fans. Yeah, I'm just talking about, like, the <laughs> physical sensation. Is, uh, is that uh, you I, uh, get to, uh, you, you don't know what 
what's going to happen, you know, because you're, you're, it's sort of like it's a, it's a conversation that you're having. Just kind of like this show, you know? Right. Wanda, yeah. I think both, I agree with Fausto, both are good, but I prefer when somebody else is giving and then you, then you have an orgasm. Because it's 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 you're giving up like control, and I think that's oh, I think oh that's yeah, that's you nice. need to Reagan, do, what so. do you think? Yeah, I like it better when somebody else is in control. Really? But sometimes they do a poor job, and it's not good. So I'm you mean like somebody's giving you a hand job or a blow job while you're you know, and then so you're saying that orgasm is better when somebody else is uh, getting you off? Well, match you know, uh, rather than yeah. fantasy. You know, you know, I am a lesbian, so you know, I know where my G spot is. I can work that dildo for myself. But you know, some of the younger girls, sometimes you know, I encountered, they don't know how to work a dildo. It's like, yeah, hands off. But you know, my gossip, my current girlfriend, uh, she knows where my G spot is. She can, you know, work that dildo. So, you know, when you find someone. You no, know, uh, for a lesbian, you know, someone who can work a dildo, that's, you know, that's someone to keep. So, Madge, huh. can you tell us your own sexual story? Like, when, when did, I know you, you did a monologue about being with Ethel Merman, but can you tell us another sort of uh, story when sex was uh, exciting for you or opened your mind or your heart or? Oh, yeah. You know, it's uh, with my girlfriend, Gazi, um, you know, the first time we did it. And actually, we met in a lesbian bar, but she was so considerate because, you know, she waited and she actually go back to my place with me to, to actually fuck. You know, I know <laughs> back, you know, at that time, she really wanted to just get on with that, you know, go, go into the bathroom in the lesbian bar and just go get over with it. But, you know, so but, she... you know I, I was, you know, back then I was a bloated lesbian. You know, I, I need to go back to my place to fuck i need to lay on a bed so anyway um you know the thing is sometimes if you want you know no that's like reagan said you know the shitty shitty thing you know some you know when i want you when i sometimes i want you you know somebody to pee or poo on me i like i like that to be you know have some privacy i i like that you know to be done in my own bathroom or bedroom this is like uh, a whole new part of you. I just never knew. Uh, I had no idea you were into. It's scat like mask. a whole new match or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, I I uh, I took took some pills today, so I don't know. You took some medication today? Yeah. Some. Uh, m- yeah, medications for diuretic, like uh, to move your bowels. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Somebody gave gave me the some pills in a bottle, so I'm I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing right now, but... Madge, are your fans trying to get you hooked on junk? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm a lesbian, so... Madge, do you think that uh, as a society that we're too focused on sex at all? That, that mm. it's... that it's, We're always wanting to know celebrities and famous people's intimate sex lives. And part of that's the attraction, I guess, of podcasting is that you're sort of having a, a front row seat to somebody's bedroom. I guess so. You know, like, no, we're always interested in uh, celebrities, what they do, you know, you know, we, we try to, you know, at least we try to poke into their best bedrooms and, you know, what they, they are doing, you know, sex, and, you know, we get so excited, 
and you know some people will huggle themselves into a TV, you know, just you know to watch the news. And uh, you know when somebody like you know when when a celebrity get married or you know get divorced, that's like the biggest thing ever. But you know, can you imagine like you know? Yeah, Mark. Mark uh, now I want to hear uh, what people, famous people, have had. Who who have you banged? What famous person have you banged? They have to be, and to, in order to qualify for being famous, they have to be written about in the news, like big news people. I, I so well, um, Mark, I guess Mark can say <laughs> tell your story. Well, I, I didn't actually have sex with uh, this person, but I did make out with uh, Rufus Wainwright. Uh, for like hours in a bar. And he wanted you to go Ooh. on his tour with him. He wanted him. me to go on his... He, he bit. Me, he, he, yeah. <laughs> he wanted me to come on his bus to Pontiac, Michigan cause, uh, on his tour. And I was just like... I, I, he was so hot and he was so sexy and he was such a great kisser. And he was so nice and so much fun. And I would have loved to have gone, but I was like in the middle of like midterms or something like that. And I was just like, that sorry, I, I can't do it. And then it was just kind of like... I don't want to. You know what? I was just. I, I don't know. I never got. So his you basically got uh, wound up with another nasal voice, uh, yes. gregarious <laughs> gay entertainer who plays a piano. Yes, I guess so. And it was funny because I, I think I met you like two weeks after I made out with him. How do you think your life would have been different, though, Mark? He'd been rich. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I could have made it last. It was would fun. Have... He was a wonderful kisser, I have to say. It yeah. was. It was. It was very, very sexy. sweet. But I don't know. You know Hollywood what I mean? I don't wife, know. I don't know, be... I don't know him that well, so uh, I don't know how it would have lasted. But right. I think we kind of connected. It was fun. Yeah, well, I want to know if uh, Reagan, because uh, you tra- you perform in so many venues and you're so well known as a as a. As a, I guess, a, as a poet, a good word to describe what you do, or and have you ever sort of been, you know, um, the, the lead singer of Black Flag? Have you guys ever gotten it no, on together? I haven't together? done anybody famous. Nope. No. That, but you won't talk about it. <laughs> I've never done anybody famous. Uh, maybe he hasn't. Oh, I just got phone number. Cynthia uh, uh, Nixon's phone number. I don't Who? know. I just Cynthia Nixon from Sex and City. Oh, you ate her out too? No, I just got her phone number. I don't know, just uh, came to me. Sarah Jessica number. Parker, you no. have her home phone number? Cynthia Nixon, no, the Cynthia redhead. Nixon. Oh, you, you, you and Cynthia Nixon are getting it on now? No, I just got her phone number. Oh, you got her phone number. Oh. Yes. Matt, who are some of the famous pussies you've eaten out? Yeah, besides Ethel Merman. Um, I don't know. I, I was drunk. Ethel Merman. <laughs> I usually get drunk when I fuck. When, when you were eating out um, Ethel Merman's pussy, did did she sing "Everything's Coming Up Roses"? I'm sorry. When you were eating out Ethel Merman's pussy, did she sing "Everything's Coming Up Roses"? <clears throat> uh, I think everything just came out of uh, like her uh, pussy and her asshole. I don't know. It was like I a was big a salad. Drunk. <laughs> like a big salad. I'm sorry. Like, like a, a big salad. <laughs> a big no, salad. it was like a mildew. Oh. Wanda, have you ever, you know, you, you're sort of very connected in the AA scene there in <laughs> Minneapolis. Has any famous uh, sober celebrities sort of winked well, you at know, you? Well, you know, if there were, honey, I wouldn't be able to talk about it. Hence the name. Alcoholics. Oh, that's right. Well, but I mean, okay, non-sober. So when we used to drink in the bar. When I was a drinking whore. I mean, I could tell you the story about Webster. Who's Webster? Or uh, 
Emmanuel Lewis? Uh, Emmanuel Emmanuel Webster? <laughs> Emmanuel Lewis trying to seduce you? <laughs> no, I've never had sex with anybody famous. Good God, and if I did, I wouldn't have remembered it anywho. But, I mean, can they... Can, he, what, what about Webster? I made that up, honey. I never had sex with oh. Webster. <laughs> I, I, I kind of messed around with somebody famous. Who'd you mess around well, with? Well, I just kissed her. Alexandra Billings. I kissed her. On the lips? Well, I mean, I kissed her on the cheek, but that's pretty <laughs> cool. She's on her way to fame and well, fortune. Well, then my sister had sex with Eartha Kitt. <laughs> <laughs> she was Can like, I get your hands. Did your sister have sex with somebody wait, wait. famous? Hold on. I want to hear what... Uh, Madge has to say, or is that Reagan? Me, it's it's Madge. I I want to confess something. What? I you know uh, I am a little bit into Star Jones right now. Oh my god! <laughs> it, sure? The reason is the reason is I'm getting very fat right now, and you know I'm 50 years old, way past my prime time, so I don't care. I don't care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you know. So the thing is, I love to have ice cream. Mm. After I had sex, and uh, you know, I haven't finished my uh, story yet, the sexual story yet. Um, so you know, the thing is, uh, it was not particularly great about that time. The first time with Gussie it was, uh, you know, all right, it was like regular. But the thing is, after it, after it, uh, she actually asked me, "Do you have any ice cream?" And you have no idea how exciting, how happy I was. I was so fucking excited. Oh, I was like, hell oh, yeah, so I do have some ice cream in my refrigerator. And uh, I still remembered I had the Rocky Rocky Road, which was uh, chocolate ice cream with chocolate chip cookies in, in the ice cream and the nuts. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fucking lesbian. I don't, <laughs> I don't suck testicles, so I have to get my nuts from somewhere else. So, to see my ice cream. And, uh, and I also had another bucket of peach banana ice cream. Ooh, with, that sounds good. So, yeah, it was great. And uh, actually, together, me and Gassi, actually, we, we eat all the ice cream. And afterwards, we want to take a bath together. But, you know, we were, like, lazy lesbians, yeah. you know. Um, Did you so like we, candles? Uh, we end up... What? Did you we use candles on each other? No, no, no. We, we end up eating Oreos in the bathtub. So, <laughs> and we were shooting Oreos out of uh, our pussies. <laughs> and uh, I remember, I don't know, I'm, we, we probably might be too sugar high, but... I, I think swear to God, I this did. is just, like... Tabloid news. Yeah, was, I never heard such a thing. So cool. And and I think at least I did eat Oreo out of her pussy. So you have a food fetish. Yeah. I don't know. And, You're into, uh, you know, the terminology is called sploshing. When you like to have oh. uh, sex with food. Mm. Okay, I got a question. But I don't now. know, but it was all milk, though, because I I did remember we uh, we also drink chocolate milk. A lot of chocolate. Yeah, black, you, it's are you in, scat fetish? Well, no, because she's into uh, black women. Black now. women with big heads, <clears throat> big heads and tiny bodies, and big. Lana, what was your question? I have a. Qu- I want to know uh, since we're doing a sex show. Well, it's not my show, but I. I have a. Well, qu- I want to know show. the kinkiest thing that uh, you know, like or, well, the closest thing to a fetish each one of you participate in. Oh, if you want to share. You. Oh yeah, I love having sex in the shower. Or in water of any kind, anywhere, except at the beach, and in pools. It has to be warm water. 
Uh, are you a water sign or? Uh, yeah, I'm not into water sports. I'm not into peeing or, or feces or anything like H2O. that. H2O. I, I, I like, uh, I like uh, the uh, Sybaris pool suites. Mark and I are – I'm trying to con Mark into going to the Sybaris with me. And since we – you know, Sybaris is really expensive. We're trying to do a pot, gay podcaster's hot tub party uh, where we're going to invite uh, – Scott from the Patrick Scott and Noah show. show. Just nobody, him. Just him. <laughs> no, Andy Maddock, too, I think. We, right? Andy and uh, Victoria and uh, and Victoria's Patrick. not coming. <laughs> Are you guys just going to have a big orgy in the bathtub or I something? I think so. We're going to podcast. Yeah, we're going to podcast it's an gonna orgy. It's going to be a podcasting orgy. It's not, we're not actually going to be having sex. Yeah, at uh, least on, on the air. Yes. Um, what about you, Reagan? Any fetishes? Um, I have a thing about men. I kind of like it when they push me around. Ooh. Ooh. Little, little like a punching. record, baby? Oh. Is that like S&M? It's or not an S&M thing. I, like, I, I think that I'm so vocal and so controlling in so many other aspects of my life oh, that I, I like somebody to just take control when it take comes control. to sex. You mm. like somebody that pushes you up against the wall and mm. like gives you a yeah. hard kiss, that kind of stuff? Or like come here and they grab you and... Well, did you see the, the uh, picture of the uh, Chinese zoologist who <laughs> documented the uh, lioness and the, and the tiger? Yeah. You did, did see it? Isn't that did you, cute? Did you see yeah. it on the Flickr site? I was like, I thought it was so cute because I, you know, you're in a lot of ways. You're like a lioness, you know, sort of like parading around and growling and being very royal. And then there's this like big tiger <laughs> on top of you. And I thought, you know, for a second I was going to say, well, it's me and Mark, you know. But I was like, well, that's more like Reagan and Mark. Because <laughs> then there's like the li- other lioness in the background getting all jealous. Yeah, which is you. <laughs> that's me. And then there's another lioness sort of looking off. Pensively in the distance, and that's Wanda. Wanda, thinking of something Aww. nice to say. And then See, I would Madge think Madge took the picture. And Madge took the picture, yeah. Yeah, I would think, yeah. I don't know, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to restrain, uh, well, not like we're going to have sex, Reagan, but I, clearly, but, um, <laughs> you never well, know, no, I just, you, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm sure no. I'm not, you, you know, guys, Reagan's if, if you meet each tea. other in face to face, you might be like, wow, Wanda, it's you're, love. you're, you're, a hundred zillion times more beautiful than I ever could imagine, and and same goes for Reagan, you know. And and then you guys lock in lips, and we never hear from you again. Right. Now, that, <laughs> now that one is the top, it could you know, the world could it work could out. Work, yeah. Could, everything, everybody gets what they want. The world is your oyster when you're a top. It's like one of a Dis- <laughs> it's like a Disney movie. Everybody pairs off at the end. <laughs> That's right. Madge has Gussie, Wanda and Reagan get together, and Mark and I. And then uh, who and V-Mar would, has her bottle. V, yeah, V-Mar, V-Mar gets her booze. Her booze, <laughs> So what were you talking about fetishes? Who else has a fetish? Yeah, uh, can I ask Reagan uh-huh. a question? Uh, do you like uh, penis rings? Like a guy with penis, penis rings? Wings. Penis, penis no, rings. I don't. Like I, 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 Prince I, Albert. I'm very turned off Prince, by that. Prince I'm turned Albert. off by that. I'm turned off by nipple piercings. Um... How about yeah, like tattoos too. are good, but I, I don't like it when people. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm I'm not into that. I'm not into leather. I I hate cock rings. It's just like if I feel down there and somebody's wearing a cock ring, I'm just like ugh. The end. 
I slept with a guy once and he had a cock ring and then I we were so drunk and then I woke up the next morning for some reason I was wearing the cock ring when I woke up. I was like, how did that happen? You were the top. So, Ray, you don't like cock rings at all? Well, I just think that's too much work. Yeah, and you know, suck. I mean, too much work. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand what the point is. Madge, do you have any... Well, you have a food fetish. We established food that. Fetish. Well, I guess that you know, we're running out of time, so it's time to reveal who Madge Weinstein really is. Do you want to identify yourself, Madge? It's not the Madge. Uh, hi, hi, hi. It's Cliffy from CDP, the cock, the dick, the penis. Hi. Oh, my God. Oh, my I could God. have never I, guessed I, What? Who? You're what? yanking my chain. What? An imposter? Hi. <laughs> The real Madge Weinstein is in Amsterdam, sleeping soundly at this time. Mm. Unfortunately, she wanted to be here, but she uh, suggested that we uh, find a an actor or actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. The Hi, role everyone. of Madge Hi, Weinstein darling. is played by and Cliffy. I, and I actually asked Cliffy to prepare uh, <clears throat> impersonations of all of us. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Uh, Cliffy, Uh-oh. go for it. Okay. Uh, so Wanda imitate, Wisdom. Uh, okay. Imitate uh, Wanda Wisdom. Okay, Who's the uh, easiest to imitate? Okay, hi, this is Wanda Wisdom, your favorite, uh, uh, it's not yet tranny, but, uh, <laughs> drag queen podcaster. Tranny is okay, honey. I'm living in the ur- urban area of, um, uh, the, the area, uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a little bit... Okay, uh, so oh, uh, do, uh, do no, me one. Wanda, Wanda, Wanda. I'm channeling Hi Wanda. Hi there, channel- ladies. Hi there, Wanda. Okay, so now do me Hi. now, Cliffy. I'm, I'm, can I do Wanda again? Yeah, do, yeah, Wanda, do Wanda again. Wanda. You can do Wanda. Hi, this you is can Wanda do me Wisdom all you Wisdom. want, honey. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Wanda Wisdom, your favorite lesbian. No, I'm so messed up. I'm so messed yeah. up. My You're confused. You've been up. doing magic. Yeah, I'm not for so a lesbian, long. honey. Yeah, I'm. I'm really messed up. Okay, today. now, now do. Now I shouldn't be move drinking. on. Okay, and, okay, move on. Me, do me. Hi, this is your flaming blue power of uh, Fusto Frenos, and here with my hot boyfriend Mark Fillion. He has a <laughs> big uh, brown penis, and he has different eye colors. Okay. <laughs> okay, now do Reagan Fox. Hi, this is Reagan Fox. Um, F me the A and give me a BJ. And should I do the new one? Yes. Because he's got a Hasidic one. I don't know. And uh, it's just very confusing. What's the new one? Oh, um, God. Actually, I re- can I not do Reagan? Because I wrote a song for Reagan. Oh, you wrote a you know, song for him? Re- yeah. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll I, have to end the show we'll with a song for Reagan. We'll, 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 and yeah, the, and I, imitate. I have such a, such a like one. I I should should not Google Reagan. Like I Google Google Reagan all the time, just you know to see like there's any more like new pictures. I flicker him because I I think I might be stalking him anytime ah. soon. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. Reagan, I know you a secret, so I I probably can turn you to a top for a day. Because I bought all the, like, testosterone pills, just, you know, to boost it up. Wait, don't laugh. This, uh, this might be a, a, the start of a beautiful relationship here, though. Where, Ra- Reagan, what good news for me? Well, I mean, do you think that, that, that uh, Cliffy could persuade you to topping him for a day? Oh, I just, no, I'm, I'm just going to drag I'm him. Sold. 
Maybe like an <laughs> so hour and so the whole him. day. So let's hear the song. I want to hear the song. <laughs> what, uh, what, five minutes is all day. <laughs> okay. So, wait, wait, wait you got to imitate Mark. Can and I then sing uh, my You're going to end with your song. But first, okay. imitate Mark here. Hi, this is Mark feeling um First of for no boyfriend, I have a um, brown penis, not white, not black, and um, one of my eyes brown, and another one is blue. <laughs> okay, so now sing, let's end the show here. Uh, um, we want to thank our other guest, Victoria Lamar, who joined us. Yay. We, we actually, she didn't join us. We just couldn't kick her out of the house. <laughs> know, it's so left. good to she hear her leaves. finally on the show again. Oh, yeah, I know. She's been in the hospital all this time, but, you know, she's back. And I loved when she showed us her ass in her new movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. What new movie? When you slapped it. When you slapped it. You're oh, hot thing, Victoria Lamour. Oh, you're talking about you the... You think you're the greatest porn star. I'm the greatest <laughs> porn star I'm the greatest porn star. I made you who you are. Have, well, you, seen the, have <laughs> you seen the newest one? No, I haven't. Oh, it's cute. Check it out. It's cute. Piece of fools There's coming. Um, so we want to thank again all the people who participate in Eat This Hot Show. If you're not listening to their podcasts, you should. That's uh, Reagan Fox with Fox in the City. Say something funny, Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to the show. Yeah, and then Wanda Wisdom from Lucky Bitch Radio. Thanks, ladies. It's been a gas. And uh, Mark Felian and myself and Victoria Lamar uh, with Feast of Fools. Say something, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. And, of course, our uh, Madge Weinstein from East Radio, who couldn't be here. Um, Cliffy, say something uh, if Madge were here. Uh, this, this is Madge Weinstein, your favorite lesbian podcaster. Um, <laughs> I'm a 50-year-old lesbian bloated. So if you have a dildo from Japan... What about the song? And then there's a Cliffy with a CDP podcast who Cliffy does his own podcast and it's really, really good. You guys should hear it. Um, It's mostly about stalking Reagan. Yeah, he stalks Reagan's stalker. (laughs) (laughs) This is an elaborate ruse to get into Reagan's pants. Why does everybody want to stalk Reagan? Reagan's so stalkable. um, He just got the eyes. It's the eyes, isn't it? Yeah. You just want his eyes? You're going to cut them out of his head and keep them? <laughs> I'm a little bit jealous because he's so skinny. I want his body, though. He's got a big Aww. gate around his house, though. You're going to have to jump over the barbed wire first, huh? Yeah, get through the security guard. <laughs> the pit bulls. I'm a professional stalker. Oh, okay. Okay. So. I'm stalking somebody, too. Okay, so we're going to wrap up the show. So uh, thank everybody for Can participating. Eat This Hot Show. One second, we're going to have you end with a song. And uh, next week is Wanda Wisdom. Yay. 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 So we're ending here with Cliffy from CDP singing a song to Reagan Fox from Fox and City. Take it away. How it goes. I'm in here with you. Oh, silly lost. Too much chemistry. Come to bedroom with me and drop your pants. I will make it Iraq. It's just horny reaction. Whatever you like, I will give. I'm in here with you. Oh, simple lust. Too heavy that I can't deny. Lay on a king-size bed with me 
and our skins, let them rubbing against each other. You can lay on top of me and put your erection into my rear hole. <laughs> you sound like Bjork. Yeah. Wait, wait. Kevin Dyer. Kevin Dyer. Are you not finished yet? No. Okay. 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 Uh, okay here's the. Is there a part. chorus or something? A refrain? <laughs> or yeah, oh not done yet. Okay, go. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Sorry. Flipping girl. Stalkers get whacked out. Penetrate me, make me scream. Oh, penetrate me, this is the way to be. Oh, penetrate me, oh, make me scream. Oh, penetrate me, oh, penetrate me. I'm not a Chinese Jew, but it feels so good to be penetrated. By a hectic Jew, I'm not a Chinese Jew, but it feels so right to be penetrated. By a hectic Jew, I'm not a Chinese Jew, but it feels so good to be penetrated. By a hectic Jew, I'm not a Chinese Jew. By it feels so right to be penetrated by a hysteric Jew. Okay, here comes the orgasm. American Idol is coming to your town. I'm not a Chinese Jew. I need to eat, honey. I now come on. I'm not a tranny, but it feels so good. Okay, guys. Yay, show's over. Yay. What was he saying? Okay, stop recording. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, done. I'm done. I have my orgasm here. What of us? What of us? What of us?